Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Talk Junkies, where today is going to be a very interesting day. Um, last week was a good podcast as well. Check it out. We had Mike Anderson on the show. We'll talk about his third book, The Conservative Gene. Very interesting stuff to just kind of contemplate how you could genetically be born either progressive or conservative. So just check out that podcast we did with Mike Anderson. It was a fantastic um, podcast. But today, today is going to be very fun, very interesting. Um, we, we met through email, one of, his, uh, one of his agents or someone who runs uh, the, the interviews through him contacted talk junkies and here we are right now on a beautiful day here in uh here in missouri he he's gonna let you know where he's from but this this man is a, a man of many trades uh just to say a few uh it's holistic living music meditation diet and health universal law connecting with nature the importance of discipline magic astrology crop circles and so much more pt thank you for joining talk junkies man how you doing um, nice to be here, Paul. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's a whole lot to talk about, and you know, I'm ready to talk on any topic, whatever you want to. Like, you know, it's, it's, you know, like there's a because I think everything is connected in the end. Like, you can't really, you know, the, from where I come from, you don't actually distinguish between subjects and topics. You know, like it's one whole. Like it's like a whole. It's like the more classification and stuff is more of a Western thing. You know, so definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. just tell us a little bit about yourself, man. What led you to being, uh, how do you say it again? A, Viet, not, a, a Vedic, 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 a Vedic master. Uh, the thing is that, uh, you know, we have a lot of religions now in this world, right? Like, you know, we have so many isms here right now. Like, you know, you have like Islam, Christianity, Judaism, Hinduism, and Buddhism, and all these uh, so-called religions. And, you know, so there had to be something before these religions came into being, you know, like there was, there had to be something before that, you know, so uh, my quest was all, always for what is before that, you know, since like this sort of creation has come into being, which we call the universe, we, I call it the multiverse, you know, there has to be something which is from that point to now, which is not like something which comes like with a book or something and then goes. Um, it's something like timeless in that way. So that's where I came up across this, uh, thing which is called uh, Vedic and Sanatan, you know, which starts from the beginning of time and will always be. Sanatan means it will always be like it's timeless. So, uh, so that's where my interest came in. And so that because uh, none of the religions were giving me the answers to my questions. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. I, I've definitely had yeah. troubles myself trying to find the answers. I feel like yeah. that's what everyone's kind of looking for. That I, I think that's very interesting. I'm going to have to look more into the uh, Vedic type Vedic, of Vedic. Vedic yeah. Sorry, the Vedic type of religion because that's that's yeah. fascinating. It's something that's always existed. Is there any yeah. is there any type of um, could you would you call it a Bible or is there any type of writings or is it just something that always existed and it's kind of bigger than man? Uh, well, the thing is that it is uh, there are a lot of uh, texts, you know, but there's no one book. It's not a one book kind of thing. And the texts are a lot of time not dealing with earth. <laughs> like they're dealing with other planes of existence and, you know, other life forms and other beings and all kinds of things, which in America would be called aliens, right? Right. You know, <laughs> you know but uh, they're not the 3D aliens as they show in Hollywood, you know, uh, but they are aliens none nonetheless. So it's uh, not just about this earth plane. It's about the whole... Um, like a universe in all of its frequencies and you know there are a lot of things humans can't see you know because eyes, eyes are so limited you know so it's uh, taking it beyond the realms of like the physical realm of the 3d plane earth plane and then other planes of existence so it's like uh, giving a, a whole uh, model of the universe which is different from the model which nasa gives you know <laughs> or uh, what has been given to us for the last uh, 70 100 years and um, which other religions have given so it is a different model and I wouldn't call this a religion anyways. It's just uh, actually as simple as, uh, you know, the dynamics of this place called universe. You know, like, for example, right now you have a mic which is working, you know, there's a certain electricity which is coming there and there's a diaphragm and everything, you know, and that's why it works, you know. So because you know about nature and you know how it works and then accordingly the mic works, the knowledge of that. So now that's not a religion as far as I'm concerned, you know, that's just a fact of what we are staying in and utilization of those facts. So I would consider this sort of thing as the same sort of knowledge as what is technology, modern technology, not science, but technology. Like, 
Okay. <laughs> very, yeah. very interesting, man. Yeah. So where, where, so did these texts that you talk about, is it specifically found in just kind of one area of this realm that we live in the, uh, the Vedaic text or is there, are they, are they found in, in other places in the world or is it just one place? Right. I think these texts are everywhere. Just that the fact that the language, the original language of Vedic was Sanskrit. Okay. There was language was Sanskrit. Now Sanskrit evolved into many languages around along the earth, all over the earth. Like, so a lot of the European languages are coming from Sanskrit. And now people are, linguists are saying, okay, they are Indo-European languages. Okay. And there's a whole uh, like research which is going, going into that and all the pointers point to Sanskrit in the end, you know? So now people like uh, right now, English also, for example, you know, there's the American way of speaking English. There's the Australian way of speaking English. There's a British way of speaking English. There's so many dialects. There's so many different things. Like someone in America can possibly not understand somebody from, you know, a particular part of England, you know, when they speak yep. English, you know? So, so, I mean, the language turned into various things and uh, those people had those things in their own texts. The same knowledge but also in slightly different ways. So the most original texts are in Sanskrit and which happen to be in a landmass now called India. So that's where majority of those texts are, you know, so, but I won't say they are just there. They are everywhere. You know, they are in Nordic texts. No, they are definitely. Texts in there are texts in Russia. There are texts everywhere. You know, there'll be texts in Mayan texts in South America, you know, but the root is the same. And uh, what we are looking for is the like the thing which is same in all of them, which is, you know, like the continuity and the source, like a source code, you know, just like Unix is the base of operating systems, you know, in computers, yeah. you know, after that you can have Linux or Windows or whatever on top, you know, so, so the source code is what we call Vedic, like we can give that like the Unix in computer programming. Basically. And that's got to be tough, like to try and find that that common ground because this is so long ago. And it, I, it and again, it's up for interpretation. Like, do you read the yeah. Sanskrits and does it make sense to you? And do you kind of study them or? Y yes, uh, and then uh, you have to apply. You know, like uh, you have a, a machine called human body right now. That's right. You know, <laughs> like so, <laughs> so you have to apply it to this machine. You know, and you will see like what kind of uh, results you're getting with this machine because you know and uh, like when you apply those things onto this physical body like this machine and uh, which is the biggest test you know and you can apply it to nature you know as well you know which is around which is like uh, like biofeedback you can call it biofeedback you know like for example if you play a certain kind of music and um, maybe a rainbow appears or if you play a certain kind of music rain appears or if you play a certain kind of music rain disappears you know so like that's a actual what i would say experimentation with what we have, which is this machine and this environment we have been given and the um, sort of uh, synergy of two and, you know, communication between the two and all of that, you know, so. Man, there's just, there's so many different routes I could go because this is awesome, yeah. man. I almost, <laughs> I almost think that, I mean, in now that like we're just having this conversation, I kind of feel, I mean, this is kind of like, what you're describing is how I feel is what I'm searching for. It believe as weird yeah. as it sounds, because this is the first time you and I have had a conversation yes. and it, it almost, it, it almost makes sense because I feel like in the Western world or in the United States and, and other countries that try and uh, develop this type of environment that we live in now is going yeah. away from what you just described. It's taking away that human aspect of what makes us us. And they're just, yes. they're trying to just turn us into what sheep or cattle to just yeah. do a rat race. Yes. Uh, I mean, the thing was that what happened in the West was like uh, they had a dominating religion called Christianity, right? You know, and then uh, Christianity had its own that thing you have to believe, believe, right? Like it was just believe, believe, you know, and then they replaced it with this new religion called science. Okay. Uh, but science was no different because again, you have to believe, believe, you know, <laughs> and if they say like, okay, there's nuclear fusion happening in the sun, happens in the sun, they have to believe, you, they have to say like this, whatever they say, tell you, like, you know, you just go on believing, you know, you don't have to really know any of that like you know but you just get a false sense of knowing that you're knowing something and uh, you know so so that's what happened in the west you know and um, the one good thing which has happened in the west is technology you know because i'm for that you know because uh, human body is also a technology you know at the end of the day 
you know and uh, the technology part is i like it because it's actually to do with reality you know rather than like uh, physics and maths and stuff because uh, like i i actually trained to be an engineer okay and you know my studies and stuff when i was growing up you know so i went to college and all of that so and the kind of maths we were being taught and stuff you know they were imagining numbers in it you know under root of minus 1 you know under root of what is under root of minus 1 like you know, i mean there is no under root of minus 1 like the, and these are actually part of equations in maths you know and uh, the uh, the game which has been played on earth is that uh, science and technology have been put together as words like science and technology you know when science is totally different and technology is totally different like no person in physics or maths can make even this mic you are speaking to like there's no scientist or like so called scientist physicist or mathematician who can make anything of use <laughs> to a human being on this earth okay that's a fact just a okay, hypothesis yeah 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 so the fact is that they are so technology because it has to work for it has to work it has to make sense it has to be within the laws of nature and universe right otherwise it would work you know so but uh, there's no such an equation in equations you can prove anything in mathematical equation you can prove a tree is the same as a um, like a like a glass ball you can prove anything basically you know uh, this equals this like but in reality that's not so so that's why it's called theoretical everything is a theory it's not a fact like in science every theory of relativity theory of this big bang theory theory because they can't call these as facts even if they have they don't have the uh, they know it's not true so they can't say this is a fact like uh, fact of relativity or fact of this you know so all these theories were there and uh, this is kept kept human beings in a very strange mental space where they're swimming in this sea of theories where nothing is clear and then then religions come and they're like all you can do is believe so the actual knowing of anything becomes well nigh impossible when you're swimming between those two seas so that's the paradigm human beings have been kept in but i think that's breaking now in the last 10 years since youtube and a lot of knowledge has been proliferating now you know so people are coming to actually know something <laughs> now yes for real at least like something like concrete something real or something like that like so uh, that's what i think the human experiment is moving towards now i hope so man because we've yeah. something yeah. has to give something has to change because we yeah. can't continue to live like this because it just it's very dismal it puts people yeah. it, it i don't know man it's just, again it's just i don't feel like i was put on this earth to work at a bar and serve drinks to other people and watch them get drunk you know what i'm saying like and i've been in the restaurant business for my since my my whole adult life for so for 15 right. years and it, it's just like that's not the purpose of life you know what i'm saying and i know you can find purpose in life in other other ways other than what you do when you work but how much time do you spend at your actual job throughout a lifetime it's a yes. lot it's a lot yes. so i mean like exactly what you're just describing it you're you're completely 100% right that yes. you have all these theories you have you know science is now religion and i wish jesse and johnny were here because they love science man they are all yes. about science and yes, i yes. i get into these type of arguments with them and it's hard to have a conversation because they believe in it so much um so yeah we'll definitely have to have you on again so you can have that conversation with them but i hope yes. i hope you're right man because youtube is doing everything they can to not spread yes. this type of message you know yes. they they're trying very hard but you're right it is breaking through and more people are starting to understand but yes. it needs to happen quicker you know what i'm saying Yes yes uh, that that depends on people right in the end of the day the more uh, desperate they are the more they will go for it the, the more they will find find out you know because before youtube was there uh, i used to have my videos on my website you know as peachube i used to call the call it peachube before youtube nice and uh, yeah <laughs> and uh, uh, one year later i suddenly saw this company emerge called youtube <laughs> like <laughs> you know so <laughs> so it it was uh, like that and it's good like i mean uh, but now youtube are censoring and something else will emerge you know people will go back to those kind of ways you know something will keep on happening you know for people to be able to communicate you know and uh, spread the things you know it, it that will always happen and you know the problem with science and technology is that uh, why people are defending science is because they somehow integrate technology with it you know they don't separate them out they when they're two different things you know 
So when they get defensive of technology, they get defensive of science too. You know, they don't demarcate the difference between the two. So that's a neat little trick uh, people have played, like the ones who are in control of things. So that's, you know, <laughs> that, that that's how it is. But uh, people can see through that. I think um, time is coming where people will be able to. And like you said about the job and stuff, you know, that is all like whatever people are made to do on, the, on this earth. It's just, this just distraction. You know, that's never the purpose of human life. You know, human life was, that's not what it was meant to be. Uh, these uh, jobs are not uh, sort of created because people need to earn to survive. They're actually made as distractions. You know, there's enough out here where everyone could survive. There's enough food out here. There's enough resources out here where everyone could survive. It's just a distraction given on top, you know, like a paradigm which has been put, like a matrix which has been put on top of the earth, you know, so so you can call it a matrix, you know, so that's the best way to put it, like which people can understand out there because of the movie and everything, you know, yeah. so <laughs> yes, so so that's uh, like, but there is a way out of the matrix, yes. And, and I hope so. And I, and I, and I saw yeah. in one of the emails that I had exchanged with, 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 uh, yeah. with one of your people, it says that you've actually, uh, I don't know, is it like your friend's family in, in the town that you live in, you actually created a type of lifestyle, like a, a Vedic lifestyle that they can, you know, use and benefit from, and it's actually working? Yeah, yes. I mean, um, uh, there is, a, you know, like natural uh, uh, ways of living, which can be like uh, used in the modern ways, you know, like I'm not against technology, you know, but uh, you can still you know, use a lot of things uh, which are good for your human body, you know. And uh, in the technology, discard things which are not so good for your human body, for the human body. But for that, you have to understand human body as a machine. Okay, now you have a machine like, for example, a computer and stuff. You don't keep it in a lot, lot, lot of heat, you know, because the computer CPU won't like that. So you try to keep, give it a cool environment, right? Mm -hmm. To make sure the CPUs, like wherever the servers are kept, like the environment will be cold because you understand then what is the demand of that machine, you know, like then you give it an environment which that machine likes. Okay. Right. The same way human body demands certain things, you know, so to give it what it likes so that it functions optimally and so that it can do what it was meant to do, you know, that is the whole point, you know, so, so like in the Vedic thing, there are a lot of, uh, let's say, technological pointers to that, including diet, housing, you know, everything, uh, clothing, everything, like whatever human body, you know, and what you do with the mouth the sound, everything, there are pointers to that, which I don't find in other religions, you know, like, like actual nitty gritty. No, it's, it's give me money here. I'm going to pass yeah. this little bucket around and just put whatever you can, 10% of what you yeah. make every year. Like I'm talking about specific details, right? Even that. Yeah. You know, because all technology machines have details, right? <laughs> like, you know, there's a detail to it, you know, and that's what I find that in the Vedic, there was a detail about the human body you know, which I don't find in other places, you know, more this machine, you know, and um, we have tried to put it uh, um, like as much as we can. And uh, it has been uh, like, uh, like people have uh, seen and people have, you know, started replicating, you know, so like we'll see how it goes in the future. But it is working right now. I mean, I, I, yeah, the concept working. of that, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's not, it's not necessarily like, it's not narcissistic at all. It's saying, Hey, like, you know, your body has one purpose and let's find out what that purpose is and let's enhance it and let's make it the best that it can possibly be. Yeah. Yes. And uh, because once we have been given this machine, what is the reason we have been given this machine? All of that in the Vedic knowledge, all of that is there. Why you have this machine in the first place, you know, and for what purpose? What is the, like, uh, like if you don't do the purpose in this machine right now, you will have to take more machines in the future. You know, so like this is this body is like a outer covering of a Russian doll. You know, Russian dolls have like <laughs> one doll, one doll, one doll, one doll. So this is the outside doll. The you know, when the shell is broken, which people say you die, you know, the other dolls come out. You know, because just the outer doll has been broken. You know, and now those dolls are put again in this doll, basically, until you can. You know, like it's like level one of a computer game. You know, if you don't do the level one, you don't go to the level two, basically. So, so like we have to know what this level is and what the level is. And then 
uh, act accordingly and like get to level two. I mean, that should be normal for any person, you know, like, and that'll be there inside every human being that uh, I don't want to be stuck at that level. Like, but, <laughs> but so hold yeah. on. So, and I got a question. If that's, yeah. the, if that's the case, and for right. some people, it takes longer to understand this type of work or this type of uh, thing that we're talking about. And that's kind of like reincarnation almost. Yes. But but it, it has a purpose behind it saying, hey, that like you need to progress in, in this. You have yes. to progress, you know, with your consciousness in order yes. to move on to the next level. There's yes. got to be some people or at least majority of the population right now that this would take thousands, if not, you know, tens of thousands of years for these people. You know what I'm saying? To take that next step. Yes, I think a lot of change is happening very fast now, though. You know, like a lot of the younger generation and stuff, you know, it's already asking these questions. You know, I find that like even at age of seven or six or eight or nine or 10, they are like, you know, asking these kind of questions, questions, you know. Very true. Like, yeah, it, it, it was not like 30, 40 years ago. It was different, you know, like in the West when the hippie thing happened in the 60s, questions were asked then, right? So, but then it mellowed out like 70s, 80s, you know. And then again, now, like since 2000s and stuff, now things have moved fast since the net has progressed. And uh, I think um, people will uh, go through those kind of things very fast. You know, it will be changed, will be so fast, so, so fast. You know, uh, I mean, 9-11 would have, was a big change for America, whatever, you know, and that, you know, then slowly people start questioning the government, even like before that questioning the government was not a, you know, right? like, like a, like, but that happened fast. And now there are millions of people who question everything about science, government, everything, you know, yep. you know, like, yeah. So, so, that, and it's going to happen into like, it, like what the term is viral, you know, things go viral. Like, you know, that's what they say these days, you know, that's the, that's the terminology, you know, so yeah, those things can go viral, you know, and people can get really into the thing, you know, and I, 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 I am positive about it, you know, seeing things around the, world as a whole like you know definitely like not many and I, I i you know i have a couple of friends who you know yeah. they kind of i didn't know that this is what it was called but this is what they practice and yes. you know they're you know they seem very enlightened in their conscious being and they seem very yeah. more aware and it's just like you almost can't have you you almost can't have conversations with other people about it because they're just not ready for it you know what i'm saying yes and that, so that's one aspect of it but sorry to bring it back like I'm just kind of specifying in like the, if, if we were to believe human history as it's told in the, in the, in the history books, that's kind of, and I know technology has progressed things like you've described, but it's just, um, was, were, were these type of things happening, you know, in the 1600s and 1700s and 1800s, or is this something, you know, I know you said it's always been there, but it has, yes. it, has it been prevalent in the world or even the Western world or, or where, where did it kind of just like blow up, you know, recently? I mean, uh, the thing is that uh, the question has always been there for humans. Like, you know, what are we here for? Who are we? You know, that's an age-old question, right? Like, it's not new per se, you know. But, uh, but the thing is that to actually find out the answers is another matter, you know. So, like, the opportunity for, like, someone in 16th century to find out the answers would be more limited, you know. Like, even the books and stuff would be only with the rich at the time, right? Like, yeah. which had knowledge and texts and things like that. So, uh, I mean, there are right now, a lot of those texts are still not out to public, like some are in Vatican library, which are not out to public, you know, still. So, so, so there, th th there is a lot of knowledge, which is being kept hidden from the masses, you know, for the whole time, you know, like uh, until up till now, even, you know, but the thing is that um, right now, there's a chance of that knowledge coming out is much, 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 much more. That's all, you know, that, that's, that, that's the thing. And uh, I think it will come out as a whole, you know, and it'll be a shock to many. <laughs> Obviously when actual knowledge comes out, not information, you know, when people have been having information, they have not, don't have knowledge. There's a huge difference between the two, you know. And uh, so uh, some might have a, like a adverse reaction in the beginning, you know, like, but as, um, uh, like time goes on and as more people get aware and more uh, they see things work like that and it's actually proven in the real world then people will I mean 
you know, masses are quick to change the tune, actually, like in the end, like <laughs> they're not so, <laughs> uh, they don't have such a solid spine as people think, you know. Um, fair enough, fair enough. So I, I think, so in, yeah. so what you're kind of suggesting is, suggesting is that these yeah. rich elite or entities or whatever you want to call them that are controlling this realm that we live in, in yeah. the masses, they can, there's only so much they, that they can do and that the positive will always win over negative. Yes, because what happens is like uh, even they have have some idea of the laws of the universe, Manmaldurus. They're not complete uh, dumbards as people <laughs> think of them to be like. To be in that position also, you have to know something, right? Yeah. So you know how much you can push it on, how much you can't. You know, what you can do, what you can't do. There are rules to that even, which I don't think are discussed in, you know, talks and forums and things online that much know what the rules are you know and uh, so like uh, there are karmic laws which are in place and uh, uh, those people are aware of it and that's why they're not going to push it like that you know that's why they want people to uh, like take everything willingly voluntarily you know instead of forcing things you know like uh, they want uh, like parents to send their children to school voluntarily you know, like the education system and all that with the fake education system, which doesn't actually teach anything. Right. Really. Yep. You know, you, you go there for 20 years and you don't come out any <laughs> better off than you were like 20 years ago, like <laughs> questions, you know, so, <laughs> so, so, I mean, um, it's not by force. It's, it's still uh, by, you know, like your agreeance, you know, that, yes, I agree to this, you know, so and that that's where the key is if uh, human beings stop agreeing to it, the whole thing, you know, and start going their own way, then, I mean, there's nothing anyone can do about it. You know, there's no, yeah. No, I like that, man. No, it's, it's very interesting. And I don't know, we had um, a, a lady on by the name of Rebecca Hardcastle, right? A couple weeks ago. And she was just yes. in, in her and Johnny and Jesse started getting into AI and just, uh, she kind of suggested that AI like is too much for us to even handle and that we're not even there yet. You know what I'm yes. saying? So, like, are, are you worried about technology? I know you say you like technology a lot and you embrace it, but are you worried that maybe it could, if it's in the wrong hands or maybe it gets too powerful, that it could be a detriment? Uh, see, uh, people, uh, there are technologies which I don't like as well. You know, in technology also, like, you have to understand, you know, what is what, you know. And, uh, for example, like, in sound, when the sound came, like, there was sound technology, there were tube amps in the 1930s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. Then they became, they said like, oh no, tubes make the amp too big. We want that to be smaller, so we want to use transistors. Okay, so then came transistor amps in 70s. And, and then by 80s, they started saying, no, we want it even smaller. And we had ICs, integrated circuits. Okay, from 80s and 90s. Now, I prefer the sound of tube amps, <laughs> okay. So that's a technology I prefer in sound. For example, I'll, I prefer analog, analog recording. <laughs> I prefer, you know, so it's a question of, and then why that technology is better? Why is that better for the human ear? Why is it better for the human brain? You know, so there's a whole intelligence which goes into it. And at technology, at least you can sort of uh, go into those details. You know, that's what I like about technology. You know, it's not just hocus pocus yeah. up in the air. <laughs> You know, like uh, that, that, that's what I like about it. Like, uh, it's not just like, a, and the AI thing you were talking about, like, okay, uh, no matter how much artificial intelligence grows up or anything like that, you know, it's still about doing things out here. You know, it's not going to be giving answers to life. <laughs> you know, you know, like they had a joke in um, that um, there used to be a series called Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You know, they made a very big computer and they used to ask it, like, you know, uh, can you tell us the meaning of life? And it just came up with a number, some <laughs> number after you know, millions of like data, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that things and, and just that number, you know. So, uh, I mean, uh, artificial intelligence will still have its limitations in terms of consciousness, you know. So um, people don't, uh, people are underestimating consciousness here. And the power of consciousness, you know, compared to machines in that way. So, uh, like, but people will realize at some point, like uh, that, that. I mean, the, uh, there are a lot, lot, lot of technologies in other realms which are much more than Earth. 
know, there are realms where which are much more technologically advanced than VR, and a lot of our technology is actually like uh, throwabouts from there. You know what we have. You know, it's it's just like they're you know discards. You know <laughs> where you where you know where they don't really uh, need it anymore. Like uh, and it's uh, not good enough. You know so. And like, because people think that Earth technologies have come from humans, like humans have suddenly thought up these things, you know, humans suddenly came up with a tube amp or a tube television or <laughs> like there were people <laughs> who did all of this, uh, which is not so, humans will never come across any of this ever, like, like if they were left to themselves, there was no, there's no question, question of human beings coming up with any of this, you know? Yeah, that's, so, that's fascinating because I think uh, I've always... Well, I always remember just like, in, and we've talked about it on the podcast before, it's like people had dreams about how they made these things or Beethoven dreamed about the music that he was going to play, just like that type of stuff. Yes. I mean, now the people call it dreams and stuff, but I'm saying there was more to it than, you know, when we had like a, what you call CRT now, cathode tube, when it was first made, you know, it was made to commune with these entities, you know, when the entities were communicating. So they had a screen, like a green screen. And they could write on there straight, so so it was a more of a like actually a Sion sort of device rather than <laughs> anything. But it became a television later, you know. Yeah. The, the so-called technology, you know, and um, so but it, it it is what it is, you know. So there there have been a lot of things which are hidden from the masses, you know, about. So so things. that that's a question I guess I could ask is so maybe in the nineteen hundreds or eighteen eighteen fifties to nineteen hundreds. Did civilization yeah. kind of take that next step into what is technology? Were we yes. were we ready at that point? So we kind of developed into that level two or whatever, whichever level it would be. Yes, because uh, everything is uh, going towards a, a certain sort of uh, ages. Like uh, in the Vedic, there's a thing called ages. You know, like uh, we we were in the age of Kali. It's no yug. It's called yug. It's an age. You know, so we were in the age of Kali, which is the age of ignorance. And uh, so this age is about to come to an end, which basically, so the 100 year period before that 150 year is a transition period, you know, so in that things have to start getting, you know, like you are not just a, like some like farmer in a farm, you know, who doesn't know anything about anything, you know, like who, who has no idea about whatever is possible in this universe or not, you know, so, so all of that was going to change, you know, so so and uh, knowledge, actual knowledge was about to come. And so I think all of that progression, which has happened in the last 150 years leading up to internet and finally me being able to talk to you right now from a distance yeah. and others being able to hear it, you know, has happened for a reason, you know, and, and that reason is exactly like we are by we are having this conversation and this information is being told to the people via this technology, right? So... Uh, I think it's all part of the plan. Like it's like, a, you know, and there are a lot of forces involved in the plan. Like, you know, like there is a book called uh, Lord of the Rings, you know, like in which mm -hmm. this is called the Middle Earth, you yep. know, which is again, as per Vedic cosmology only, because this is in the middle, there are realms below, higher technological realms, there are realms above, which are different. They have technology, but different kinds, you know, and we are in the middle and sometimes we are a battleground for those entities, you know, so... So that is part of the play here, like the part of the game of this middle earth. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And I, I mean, if hopefully I progress enough to where I don't have to be in this realm too much longer, you know what I'm yes. saying? But I mean, it would be interesting to see what this realm would look like in a thousand or 2000 years just to see how people progress. What, what would you say to someone who's kind of on the fence about this or really like just they're really not interested in this type of thing? What would be what would be something that you would say to them just to kind of you know maybe either help them or make them understand a little bit more just i mean uh, i mean you just try to keep an open mind and just look at different things like look at the crop circle phenomena look at anything you know uh, and uh, do research yourself you know like in a, into anything that's like the hardest part for people stuff. to do the hardest part for people to do is do research research themselves including me as well but i i say yeah. that you know because literally yeah, all you do is you get on your phone, you type in Google, and Google tells you what you want, what they want you to hear. And then people yeah, are like, I mean, even on Google, the research like 100 things. Don't just go by one thing. Like, at least put some more, you know, like how people go into things. Like, just don't go by one thing. The first thing you see, you know, or the first thing they feed you about it, 
what what i mean by research is just don't go by the very first thing because right now if you tried that in youtube youtube is going to give you the worst possible video yep. selection in the yep. first page <laughs> so don't go by the first page at least go to the 10th page or 15th page you know at least like that's what i mean <laughs> by research here you know i'm not using it as a very heavy term but i'm just using it as a term at least don't go by that like the agenda which has been which youtube used to be a nice search engine before like because uh, it was not manipulated like that which it yep. is now in the last year or two right you know so uh, but, but if you where there's a will there's a way like if you really want to fight i mean for that you have to be really sincere in the end you know and intent has to be sincere you know do you really want to know like like if your intent is really to know you will okay that depends how strong your intent is the stronger your intent and which is up to you only that is in no one no one else's hands you know so that's See, where it comes down to, that's think, that's you know, deep that's, though that's deep pt because yeah. i mean yeah. it, it makes sense because i mean guess some people just don't aren't ready for it you know and I, I guess there's really not a right or wrong answer for when someone will transition into that next level it's kind of just up to them and on their own right because you know or, or circumstances yeah. you know because the world will change in such a dramatic dramatic and drastic way where you'll have no choice very true you kind of broke up if things go all going hunky dory you know but when you are pushed against the wall every, from every direction then you have to there is <laughs> you know like there is no yes. that also happens you know and um, sort of that's what's happening since 2020 and it's going to keep on happening for the whole next decade decade so um, so so people uh, will have to find out you know because there'll be other no option you know if you don't uh, then you will pay a price not like late later but just straight away or very soon within your lifetime so so is 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 a good way to practice this type uh it, it's i can't say it is it's vedic right yeah vedic it, so you is meditation a good way to kind of immerse yourself into something like this um because yeah. we've had a few yes. people on about meditation and lucid yeah. dreaming and stuff like that yes then now like the word meditation in english comes from latin medi 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 means middle okay which comes from sanskrit madhya madhya became medi became you know what is middle in english the word middle so um, all meditation means is that you coming to the center basically that's all so human beings have two channels right side left side solar lunar and you always stay in the center so your posture is in the center your body is in the center your breath is in the center your uh, speech is in the center everything is in the center and that's meditation so meditation is not something uh, which you sit down in a pose quietly that's not meditation so if you speak from the center of your mouth anytime you are meditating and if your content is real and true you are meditating even more you know <laughs> so uh, meditation is not some activity which people have made like this is again a, like a joke which has been made by the things like um, yoga and stuff which have come into the west you know again it's a wrong perception about this thing so uh, which is the, there in everything you know it's there in everything you know like uh, in music when cd's came no one realized the sound of cd's was not so good like it was scratchy and edgy and trebly and you know uh, compared to the tapes which was just there like a decade ago but the masses didn't realize the difference so and after that they put mp3s you know and then people didn't realize that how low quality they were compared to wave files okay you know and right now we have come down to ringtone level in mobiles and that's good sound quality now for human beings you know so you can gradually create this kind of thing in everything the same has happened in meditation you know so so technically they, we're meditating together right now almost right yes 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 Yes. That's yes. I've never heard that before. That's crazy. I mean not crazy in a good way. Sorry. I've just never heard yes. that before. Yes, yes, it's uh, crazy is good way. Yes. Yes, crazy means good like uh, in English now. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you're keeping up with the with the hip language in the, in the US, man. Impressive. Well, um it's I mean I've uh, been all over the world. I stayed in the US with the Hopi for a bit and around there and I, I was in Arizona and I I've, I've traveled all of the US. like you know almost every state so you know so, you know a little bit so about us like so, <laughs> right. so, so well, no, like to 
to see the earth and all the people and different kinds of people all over the world and you know like it's a hobby of mine so that's a good hobby to have, man. But that, that that's awesome, though. That is that's really cool. That I mean, you're you're not wrong. That they they changed the perception of what it is to meditate. So, for instance, like, and I've talked about this on the podcast many times, is like, what would you call it when you're in your room and the lights are off and you're trying to, you know, you know, do a, 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 a would you call it still meditation or are you trying to like enter a different? I'm saying um, like whenever you um, stop the speech, which is there's a human in the human machine if you stop the speech uh, your mind will run a whole lot you know yeah so you cannot really control the mind you know the only way to control the mind in the with the human machine is speech so the speech has to be going so that's why in vedic they made things called mantras which you must have heard the word mantras yep. okay like this term has been floating around <laughs> so so these mantras were like repetitions of certain sounds you know to create a certain effect so nowhere in the way they, they ever said you quietly sit down. Okay. Never, <laughs> ever. Anyone said that you quietly sit down because only thing that will lead to is your mind running at hundred miles an hour, you know, and you saying like, how, how do I control this thing? You know, and you can't because you can only control, control two things with this machine, like your attention and your, this machine. Okay. There's nothing else you can control. You cannot control your mind at all directly but you can control it via this machine called body so you can control the body like in this body like you can raise your hand when you want to you can put it down when you want to this is more or less under your control you know but your mind is not but the problem what has happened is that people's minds and bodies are have gotten like this you know very very tight together so whenever mind tells someone to do something people just do it you know you know so like there, there has to be separation between mind and body actually. Then what you call your consciousness, the third thing, can control the body. So yeah, I'm not for ready. Example, for example, I'm not ready for that yet. I want to be, yeah. but yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that's that's the whole point. Like for example, a kid is there. Like you know, there's a candy in front of it, candy jar in front of it. Now mind, mind will tell it to go into the candy jar and eat the candy, right? Like, mm -hmm. and the kid will just put his hand and grab it and eat it, right? That's a mind-body strong connection response, you know? So it will not be like, okay, what will happen if I eat all the candies, you know, whether I'll get sick or not. That's not its point of view at the time, you know? It's just the reaction as per the mind, you know? So uh, like when you actually start uh, doing the so real meditation, you create that separation between mind and body. And then you can use this machine much better, you know, when it's not, in hands of the mind because that's where mind is the thing which can be programmed right like that's why whatever they call in the today's world is called mind programming right they don't use words like spirit programming you know <laughs> they, they only say mind programming okay so your mind can be programmed it can be um, given fake inputs and false inputs and false information and false things you know and you can which is all in the mental world you know so uh, all of that world where unreality can be you can learn maths in that mental world you know you can be a mathematician where nothing makes any sense but it makes sense to you in your mind <laughs> you know <laughs> like so uh, which is not the reality of the multiverse so so in in that mental world you don't have to face reality it's, it's a kind of escapism you know it's no different from drugs or anything like that you know it's the mental world and that's why because why people are going there because they can't understand this machine the body so once you don't understand this machine and though you don't know how to use it you know the next refuge is the mind right you immediately best to go there like you know but once you go there you find there's too many problems you know that's where the depression and all these kind of you know negativities and all these things are lurking so then then people go into drugs and things like that you know like now you don't want to face that either you know so let's escape that you know so it happens in this kind of way like um, and uh, there's a funny thing which came to my mind when i said that to you like you know that uh, addiction like you know the word is addiction for drugs or anything uh, you know and that is the opposite of addiction you know uh, addiction means a uh, means opposite of addiction 
So if you have proper addiction, you will not have any addiction. You know, but yep. it's a simple thing. But they don't teach you that at school. You know, See, and then they have the, the thousands of clinics and millions of these things to get people out of addiction and everything. But, but proper addiction helps you out of addiction. It's it's a very simple thing, and that is Vedic concept. In Vedic times, when uh, uh, little kids were taught language, you know, when they're four, five, six years old, seven years. Um, all the focus is on the addiction. How is the mouth moving? Are the words coming from the center? Are you speaking them properly? Is your pronunciation proper? All the focus is on that. Nothing else. You know. That's no, that's but, awesome. And then yeah, but I, I just yeah, yeah, it makes you wonder. And, and again, you, you kind of just described it though. It's just like why why is it that we're not taught any of this at all? You know, in school. At least here yes. in the in, in the United States, anyways, I can't speak for any other country, but it to me that is the most asinine thing that you could do is not teach us how to mo or how to operate this this vessel that we're in or this body that we're in to its fullest. That's just yes. this crazy. Yes, it's the that's the most crazy thing about the education system, and it's happening everywhere around the world. It's not just America; it's Europe, it's Asia, it's everywhere. Okay, Australia, anywhere, and in fact, they are actually promoting. Uh, wrong ways of speaking and accents, you know, like in America, they are promoting this twangy, very twangy accent, like, you know, like uh, where you have to be sidey to speak, you know, and uh, in sidey in English is a bad word, you know, like, because if you're a sidey person, you're untrustworthy. Yeah. Sidey in old English meant untrustworthy, actually. And like, if you're a straightforward person, that means you are speaking right from the center and you are a straightforward person, then you are trustworthy, you know. And like uh, colonies like Australia, America, they were even told like have a more and more sidey accent, you know. So that's how the colonial powers like England could keep their supremacy by teaching the colonies bad diction, basically. There you go. You know? Yes. Yeah. So yes. they have they have a master plan, man. These people. It's it's insane how how they've got it all just broken down and planned out. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. And speech. Yeah. And and that's what like what what is called what is the difference between like they had movies like a uh, you know I know My Fair Lady or the ones before in fifties I don't know what it was called but it, My Fair Lady and it was all about diction and you know in in England like the hierarchy depended on who had better diction. You know who spoke properly, because um, because in, in English also could not be spoken properly by most people. You know, forget about Sanskrit because Sanskrit is, has got much more pronunciation issues because there are fifty. You know, like English has twenty six alphabets, Sanskrit has fifty. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. So there's much more to pronunciation in that than English. So you can can you speak Sanskrit or is it a language? Sorry. Yes. 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 And is there a large population that speaks it as well? No, no, no. See, Sanskrit is not um, user language. Okay, for example, right now, if you have a Unix operating system, you know, that thing, you know, you wouldn't use it directly from there. You still need an operating system on top in a, to be able to communicate with your machine. Like, for example, you want to use an app like Zoom or anything, you will not run it from Unix, you know. So Sanskrit is not like everyday use kind of language, you know. So for that, there was a thing called Hindi in India, you know, which is the user-friendly version of that, you know. So, I mean, I'm fine with the English language too if there are certain things incorporated from that. And uh, this Hindi language had the same alphabets, 50. But it was more like a user friendly, you know, where you can run your apps, you know, sort of. So, so it's almost uh, as if, so the, the Sanskrits, they were the most advanced or who, who do we know who, who, who wrote those? No, Sanskrit is like a language of, you know, like the creator itself, you know, when the beginning of creation, you know, when okay. you have the sounds to create that, you know, from the word, you have the word, the word, and then world is just an L. Okay. Okay, between word and world is just an L difference, right? Mm -hmm. 
and that L is a turn. L is actually a turn, which is in a, like a physical torus. Torus, like okay. Got you. So when word turns into a torus, you get a world, which you see around. So everything has a sound like that. Whatever you have around that, like that table, everything is just a sound. But it's manifesting as that. So the, the so the, so the reason it's so the reason there's you know the reason it's so difficult to understand or even do is because it's from the creator. Yeah. Yes. It's 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 like it is what this thing is made up of. Right. Yeah. Or not not necessarily even the creator, but what this world is made up of. Because like you said, there's multi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, dude, there's so many questions I could ask you. <laughs> yeah. Just just like just like there is like you have a binary language zero and one, right? Mm -hmm. From which your compute computer runs. Just from two. Just zero and one, on and off switch. That's all it is. You know, everything is just running from that. Now imagine something running from 50 such things. That's complex. Yeah, that's the universe. <laughs> <laughs> so, like anything from zero and ones, no matter how advanced it gets, AI, it will never be able to compete with something which is running on 50 things. No matter where you take it. But that's from a technical point of view. I'm just saying that from a technical point of view. People won't understand the technical point of view of it, you know. So, so there's no need to be afraid of that. You know? No, definitely not. It's just something I need to definitely do more research on. You, you, you yes. know what I'm saying? So, I, I watched like probably three or four of your videos in in their entirety, but it still yes. didn't prepare me for those, you know, that that type of stuff. So, I need to dig down and do some research. Or I don't know if there's any good YouTube videos that you are out there that will make you understand it, or if you have any that would make you understand that type I mean, uh, of stuff more. I mean, I'm speaking language to, like I'm speaking different things to different people. You know, for example, if I'm speaking to the American audience, you know, then I would like to keep it more like, like Star Wars or Star Trek or, you know, things like that, you know, which people can relate to, you know, can or understand that language, you know, you know, so because uh, they, all of that is there, there are some, there are always things in there which are important and have to do with, the real things, you know, there's always something there, you know, so it's just getting on that frequency with the language another person is speaking or what they have been told or, you know, they've been told the same things like, you know, through Star Wars, they taught a little bit of Vedic things to the West, you know, Yoda and all of that, you know. <laughs> it's been a while since but, I watched Star Wars. Yeah, but in a, in a, in a different way, you know, they've been trying to just give little bits, bits and pieces, but not the actual full thing, you know, not the whole piece of the pie and not the whole technology and the whole sense of it and everything, you know, but there's always something which you can connect to in that, you know, and, uh, and, 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 and I think that's how it's going to happen in kids, you know, like a lot of kids right now play computer games, you know, and, and those computer games have a lot of those things, which are based on Vedic only actually. But when I see it, I can see it like it's based on that. But to them, it's like something new. So why it takes their fancy is because it's something new. It's not something which they have experienced before, right? So it's different from their mundane, boring life, which, which they see yeah. around, like, you know. And so, which, is, which creates a sense of, you know, um, awe or something, wonder and, you know, inquiry. And like, you can go into that, you know. And finally, I think all of those tools will reach a fulcrum point where everything will come to this Vedic thing anyways. You know, I can see it happening, but through various mediums, you know, and uh, it, it is going to happen, you know. So. Right, and I'm excited for it, man. Um, yeah. I, I probably just have a couple more questions. We'll probably leave it off with that because we're getting close to the, uh, the top of the hour here, man. And uh, an yeah. awesome podcast, man. It's just fantastic. Great podcast. I mean, yes. I, yeah, it, it's been awesome, man. I definitely hope to have you on again. That'd be amazing with Johnny yes. Jesse because I'm sure they'd have some great questions for you. Um, but yes. I, yes. I, I got a couple more, man, and then I'll, and then I'll let you get back to it. Um, so with language, why, why are there so many different languages? Because I think that's, again, what we're talking about with meditation and how you meditate what, while you're talking and how you do that. Is there a specific reason why we all speak different languages? The thing is, what happens is that whenever people separate apart anywhere in that's uh, like into groups, you know, or clans or tribes or anything. Uh, 
they start speaking the same language in a different sort of uh, accent which becomes a dialect after a while and afterwards a uh, sort of a new language basically you know and in time many things go in and out then obviously there are some actual like people who say let's take this out let's put this in as per the agendas there are beings who have agendas okay yep. no so accordingly something changes take place because of that you know so some happens just because people drift out you know and uh, then sometimes you know for example like uh, there are um, beings in um, australia now which are called the aboriginal people you know and uh, uh, the those people their language and south indian language is similar but there is to be a landmass in between them at one point between india like which is now indonesia malaysia and all of these things and then it was connected to the australian continent all things so the language had a stream people now people could not go there anymore so these people were isolated suddenly on this island so over a while they developed their own idiosyncrasies about how they're going to speak that right but uh, the root still remains but you can see the changes you know which happen in time if people are cut off from other people you know which yeah. was a case for a lo- long while you know like eskimos or you know native american indians or any people who have been cut off from other parts you know if there was land bridge once between alaska and siberia and everything and people were moving and that thing then it will be different and now the languages which are there in the siberian region and if you take the same languages in the what are the tribes in canada and america you know there are similarities there's it's very but, yeah because i mean there's actually, there, there's actually evidence to show this as well there was yeah. a i think it was a vice documentary uh, yeah. and not that i'm trying to promote vice at all vice at all um but they actually went to like i think it was like south carolina and there was this uh, secluded town that you had to travel by water or on boat because the only yeah. way to get there was by water and there was only a handful of adults who still had this accent and yes. only they had that accent no one else had it and it's slowly dwindling dwindling away because more yeah. tourism's coming to that city it's getting bigger it's getting larger and it's more accessible so there you go the, the language is is changing yeah. yeah and separation and um, a lot of times it's political you know for example once uh, you get a certain kind of language you can create a political system out of it like which has happened in europe for example uh, w- like germany is what where people speak german and france is where people speak french right yeah so you automatically create nation states and divide yeah and based on language right yep <laughs> you have automatic division so somebody more people get to be kings and queens the more languages there are yeah <laughs> there you go man man i right. like the way you think i'll leave i'll leave you with one last question man and this is something that's been fascinating me here recently in my life um yeah. probably last year i i found a guy by the name of john levy on youtube um i don't know if you've ever heard of him is he's fantastic he's had years of content and um it's just a kind of what he suggests is that we inherited this world um in like maybe the 17 or 1800s before cameras became a thing you know or before we got the idea from you know one of the creators on how to make a camera there were all these massive buildings in the united states um world's yeah. fair buildings thousands of acres of beautiful buildings yeah. and he is suggesting that we inherited this and that there was a more advanced civilization maybe before before ours and the settler yeah. you know that just all these buildings were already here and everything was just yes yeah i mean obviously like most of those buildings can't be created right now that's a fact right you know even pyramids can't be built right now like okay so that's oh, and there's so many other buildings even which can't be built right now and um, what those buildings are for also they are also it's like sort uh, sort of sort of sound technology now they have been made into churches right yeah they were you just put a cross on something you call it a church right <laughs> you know but it was not a church it was a building for certain sonic that things you can put a certain frequency in a note which it resonates with so you can amplify that note in that building they are basically big sound speakers basically you know amplifiers and speakers and through which you can create changes in the atmosphere you can create all kinds of things through that you can control the weather environment all kinds of things through that 
So, which is a technology which people don't know right now. So that's why they're using. So, so obviously all of that is there in the Vedic. If you go to Vedic texts, you will find that the beings before, like the civilizations before, had way way more technology than right now. They had crafts which just function on thought. You know, not a liver. You just have to think. Go this way. You go that way. <laughs> you know. So, so, so is there? So, I, and I'll sorry. The last question, I promise. So, yes. in in that situation, is there like cataclysms that happen that can wipe out these? Um, in the in the text, does it say that it can wipe out these technological civilizations, and then they basically have to start from level one again? Yes, and, and then that's what's called to... Kali Yug, like Kali Yug, which means is like you are in, in ignorance and darkness, and you don't have any of this knowledge, understanding, or anything. Uh, there was a time when these uh, alien beings could actually visit Earth all the time, okay, and interact with humans, okay. Now uh, that time is not so so anymore. There was a time where uh, like quarantine has been done. You know that is not possible anymore. So now humans will always wonder: Is there anything more than us? Are we alone here? You know, all these kind of questions will keep on rising in human beings because they don't have any direct proof, which used to be there before. All the time. If it's happening all the time, then you don't ask questions about it. You say like, "Oh yeah, it happens every day. I know about it." You know, it's not a matter of belief anymore. So right now, maximum um, intervention which can happen dimensionally from these things is like crop circles. You know, so but like so people have to like understand that there is all kinds of things before, and that's what the Vedic is saying. So when John Levy is saying that and all these things, it just ties in with the Vedic thing again. So even though he's working in a totally different area, you know. And he's talking about the buildings and all of these things. Uh, he's still, again, going in with the Vedic thought, and that thing without even knowing right. that he's doing so. Right. So that's what I've said. Like the convergence is happening. People can work in whatever field, like sound, buildings, anything, and they will converge. It'll all come together. All disciplines will converge. Okay. So, so, so that's, 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 that's exactly what I was talking about. Like when you mentioned him, like, again, it proved the same thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, it's all converging. Like it's a, that thing and it'll converge into this knowledge system and, you know, um, whether people come from a Star Wars point of view, whether they come from this point of view, whether they come from that point of view, they'll all find a home. Good. Even from a Christian point of view or <laughs> anything. You know, whatever. Yeah. They might be. Yeah. You know, like you know. So like it, 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 it will converge. And that's a beautiful thing, man. And then uh, we'll leave it at that because there's a lot of. I think we scratched the surface on what it is you can talk about, uh, because yeah. there's so much more. And again, that in the email that that your per, uh, that how do you say their name? I forget their name. Uh, it's a uh, Okay. How funny. Yeah. Well, whenever, whenever we were talking, there's just, they, they, she, or is it him or sorry? She. He, yeah, sorry. He sent me a list. Um, she, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. She sent me a list of just the things that you can talk about. So again, we scratched yeah. the surface today, my man, and we will be able to just hit more again. If you want to come back on, I'm not trying to pressure yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be pleased and I'll be happy to cool. carry forward the conversation. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, uh, like just to uh, give people a sense of like uh, that this world is more different from what they think it is you know like this you know that's and uh, there, there's obviously much more to life than whatever the mundane little cube which they is, have been given which is the most important part of your of your message man and your knowledge is okay. that, that there is more to life than that especially here in the western world again i what i would describe earlier is this rat race that we're all in and we're trying to find the light at the end of the tunnel and that light is never coming. But I think yeah. something like, you know, just this, what we talked about in this podcast, man, was very, was very pleasurable, man. And very awesome. And I'll be doing a lot yes. more research into it. Yes. Yes. I, I, I'll be, I'll be happy to come and uh, we can organize more and whenever, and uh, uh, we'll make it a series. Cool. No, that'd be awesome, man. Yeah. Cause again, we, we there's a lot of other stuff we could have got into, man, but real quick, I'm going to put the links below where people can find you on YouTube or where, whatever else. I don't know if there's any plugs you want to shout out or anything you want to say before you leave, man. No, I, 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 I don't function like that. But yeah, whatever, you know, people can <laughs> like look at my things, whatever, if they feel interested. 
For sure, man. Well, PT, man, thank you so much for joining Talk Junkies, my man. I'm going to, I got to get ready for work and head out. You know, I got to go do the mundane, <laughs> serve some, some, some drinks and watch people get drunk, man. But uh, unfortunately it pays the bills right now, but thank you so yeah. much for, uh, for joining Talk Junkies, man. And honestly, it's been awesome. Yeah, it's, it's been a pleasure. Thanks. Cheers, man. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, uh, PT. Uh, I'm going to have all of his links below um, where you can find him on his YouTube channel. There's quite a few links that they had sent me, so I'll definitely put those all up there. And uh, check out his work, man. Uh, again, I watched three of his videos. They're all very interesting and, and very, you know, I'm not saying everything that he says is right or, or wrong or anything. But again, like he said, and this is one thing that I hold true to from learning from Crow. It's like, if you don't agree with what we're saying or what he's saying or any of these guests that we have on, do your research, just like PT said. Do your research, pick it apart, just like Howdy Mikowski said. Find that lie and pick it apart as well until you find the truth, man. That's And, and truth is a powerful word in my opinion, but knowledge. Dig, dig, dig until you find the knowledge, until you find all that knowledge. And then, uh, yeah, the man, sorry. It's been a while since I've done a podcast on my own. But I'll leave it there, folks. Um, got another guest coming on on Sunday night. Uh, I'm not going to say who it is yet because it's going to be very interesting. Then the following week, we do have a, we have a doctor coming on. They're both authors coming on to the show. So get prepared for that, man. Talk Junkies isn't stopping. We're just going to keep on coming at you with some great information and sources and knowledge so you guys can just know more about this life that it is that we live in. Or if not, and you just you know enjoy listening to me, Johnny, and Jesse conversate with each other, appreciate that too. But anyways... Hit that like button. That's the most important thing you can do. Subscribe to all our junkies out there. Stay fly. And Jesse's not here, so ring the bell.